This episode is brought to you by Eagle Masonry and Insulation, North Alabama's premier masonry and insulation provider. You brick and insulate your house at the same time, so why not use a contractor that can accomplish these two tasks and reduce your time spent scheduling, paying, and managing trades? Eagle offers the following masonry services, block, brick, stone, outdoor living, and pavers, as well as state-of-the-art insulation services from traditional fiberglass bats to blown-in blanket systems and spray foam. Eagle will provide these services turnkey, which means they will provide all the materials and labor, thereby eliminating your risk of breakage and theft. Call 256-755-1556 today for your free quote. Do you want a lawn that's healthy, looks good, and is environmentally friendly? Then try EnviroGreen. EnviroGreen is a locally owned and operated landscaping service that seeks to provide all of these things with professional touch. All of EnviroGreen's technicians are highly trained, and every client receives a unique program specially tailored to what they want out of their grass, trees, and shrubs. EnviroGreen's products are bio-based, environmentally conscious, and packed with nutrients that promote healthy growth and eradicate weeds. Call 334 319-7603 or visit envirogreen.com to learn more about envirogreen's programs and services envirogreen where the grass is always greener Episode 23. 23? Uh, yeah, 23, yeah. We've done 23 of these? Yeah, this is the 23rd one. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's our Michael Jordan episode. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it fittingly, it's a basketball-heavy episode. Of course, it's college basketball, but yeah, for sure. So by now, by now you know the drill. I'm Jackson. He's Ethan. Let's go ahead and launch into this. The first thing I want to talk about before we talk about basketball, as promised, just kind of the biggest story going on right now in college football. I'm sure everybody knows what it is. We want to give our two cents on it. Les Miles is out at Kansas after, um, you know, of course, a report last week came out about a lot of misconduct while he was at LSU. And, yeah, yeah, Kansas. Lots of misconduct, apparently. Yeah, lots of stuff. And even though this wasn't in the report, also read some rumors about him doing similar stuff when he was at Oklahoma State before getting the LSU job. So, yeah. Kansas, I think, at the end of the day, rightfully made the decision to let him go. I mean, ultimately, they were probably going to let him go after maybe this season or next season, considering I think he's won four games. It's three games, yeah. He's 3-18 and 18 in two seasons on the job. Yeah. Now, kind of an I mean, unprecedented it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's year. it's a tough place to win. Yeah, that kind of an unprecedented year with the whole conference-only stuff. Like, he was 0-9 this year, so... Yeah, he had a couple of... Decent wins last year. I think that he almost beat Texas. Yeah, I and don't I think, remember if they almost beat Texas, but they did beat Texas Tech. I do remember that. And that I was, was the talking, only. I was talking about in 2019. They almost yeah, beat yeah, Texas. yeah, yeah, in 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they they, they were 0 and 9 in 2020. They were yeah. 3 and 9 in 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of thought Kansas would kind of be a sleeper to pull a couple of upsets in the Big 12 this yeah, past season. Yeah, I thought this was going to be a slam dunk hire. So. Then again, obviously, of course, not the way that I expected this would end. I thought if it was going to end, it was because he wasn't. He winning. wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't winning. It's just not. They needed somebody else. But yeah, so now Kansas is going to be using a search firm to find a new coach. You know, they hired Miles without any kind of outside help. The athletic director at Kansas hired Les Miles because apparently they're friends from when they were both at Michigan in the late '80s, early '90s. Yeah. 
So yeah, they're, they're going to need all the help they can get, really, because yeah, Kansas who's going to want to take that job? I don't know, right? And like, I mean, Kevin, someone, <laughs> Tom Herman. They might they might be low enough for that. If they want a head coaching job badly enough. Yeah, I mean, Kansas has not won more than three games since two thousand nine either. So there's that to think about. I mean, they they are the bottom of the Power Five, the absolute bottom. There are a lot of Group of Five jobs right now that are better than Kansas is because they just they they win more games than Kansas does. Well, I mean, too, I mean, Texas is a big school. Oklahoma is a big school. Oklahoma State's now kind of good. Iowa State's now kind of good. No, I'm saying just in the in the group of five. I mean... Well, I know, but yeah. I, I'm just arguing why nobody really wants the Kansas job because you have to play consistent. I mean, it's like... It's yeah. literally mm-hmm. like going to Arkansas. Kind of. Or Vanderbilt in the SEC. Nobody, yeah. nobody wants that job because they know that, at least for a while... It's those, very difficult. Those, yeah, those big, I mean, that's four losses right there, probably. Yeah. Texas, Oklahoma, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State. Yeah, every time, especially now, right? I mean, and then Kansas State has beaten them pretty much every time for a while now. I think yeah, and that's, a long your, that's wing your big streak. rival, so that's five wins. That's five, five losses. Five I mean, losses. Yeah, but, I mean, Charlie Weiss just gutted that program. I mean, there was a long time where it seemed like David Beatty was building something there. I mean, it was going to take a lot longer because for the first, I think, three years that he was there, they didn't even have 85 scholarship players. That's how bad their roster was. They, yeah, and then, they, what was it, 2007, they were number two in the nation. They won 11 games or something. Something like that, yeah. 2008, maybe. Yeah, it was 2007 or 2008. I can't remember which one. They won the Orange Bowl, I think. They beat Virginia Tech. Yeah, so, I don't know. We'll see what Kansas is able to do. Hopefully they get somebody. I mean, I've seen a couple of names, older guys, like uh, Tulane's Willie Fritz. Who's going to text Skip Holtz? I don't know. I, I, I don't know who they should hire, though. I mean, it's just interesting because I know I've t- we've talked about it a little bit since the Les Miles news broke, but I didn't really have a disdain for LSU, even though they their players were, you know, trash talk or, you know what I mean? Just yeah. kind of the low, the low road mm-hmm. all the time because Les Miles seemed like he was a decent dude and he knew how to win and, you know, seemed like a nice guy. And mm-hmm. I just didn't really. Th- feel like his personality and on the field mantra really kind of fit the team overall and I just kind of thought that you know LSU's not so bad because Les Miles is a decent guy and then you know they fired him and, and then Coach O kind of fits the culture now yeah but well Auburn got him fired right I mean <laughs> sounds like from what I've read it sounds like they wanted him fired in 2013 and again in 2015 yeah the AD said he was kind of like he wanted him out after he recommended they let him go and they and they almost did it after 2015, but then they did not, and I think and it was only a couple of games into 2016 because they, they knew about the yeah the they allegation. did yeah they knew about the allegations. I mean mm-hmm. they knew they knew what was going on, and that's why they wanted to fire. And I just think that they couldn't they couldn't fire him because no one nobody wanted to talk about it because he was winning games, so right. they they were willing to sweep it under the rug. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming out about coming out about LSU right now. Of course, LSU basketball has been in some hot water for a while. Nothing has still come out of that. Yeah, I don't think the LSU coaching staff should, current coaching staff should have a job. Yeah, and and right, and then there's that thing with Darius Geis harassing a 70 year old woman. Sexually harassing 70 yeah. year old woman. We, yeah. we, we don't want we don't want to tread that lightly. He was right. sexually harassing. Yeah, harassing. yeah, he was. He was. She was sexually harassing her. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. And of course, and then there's that other stuff about. The scandal with the booster at LSU uh, embezzling money from a children's hospital to to uh, pay players. So, yeah, a lot going on. Yeah, speaking on. of boosters and stuff, I mean, the Rush Probst. I mean, I don't know how yeah, how much you want to listen to that guy was claiming that 
guy's crazy. That LS, you know, uh, Alabama and Georgia give out one hundred and fifty thousand to two hundred thousand dollars for players to sign and booster money this and booster money that and yeah. I've spent a lot of time thinking about that. I think that's just everybody does that, and I don't know. I th- I think as not as nice as it is to hear something like that. I mean, you probably want a more credible, more trustworthy guy than Rush Probst. Well, also, it, it's kind of a, a lose lose because his credibility is not very great. And then on top of that, Georgia and Alabama bring in a lot of money for the SEC and the NCAA as a whole, and so it's the same thing with LSU basketball mm-hmm. and football. They're not going to. Unless they just start sucking all of a sudden and the teams are bad, they're not going to, I think, really actually actively investigate any of those claims just for the sake of, eh, Yeah. everybody pays, man. And LSU and Georgia are consistently potential playoff teams. Right. All right, so now we'll move on and spend the rest of the episode talking about college basketball. It's conference tournament week everywhere as teams try to lock in automatic bids for the NCAA tournament, others going for the rest of the at-large bids. So I believe, by my count, nine have already been decided as of today. We've got Moorhead State in the Ohio Valley Conference, Winthrop in the Big South, uh, Liberty from the Atlantic Sun, Drexel from the CAA, which I believe is the Colonial Athletic Association, Cleveland State from the Horizon League, UNC Greensboro from the SOCON, App State from the Sun Belt, Loyola Chicago from the Missouri Valley, and most recently, Gonzaga from the West Coast Conference. They actually had a pretty close game with BYU. Wait, Belmont didn't win their conference tournament? I don't think that tournament's over yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, because yeah, you mentioned, the, yeah, yeah, I thought you mentioned Moorhead State, and I thought that they were in the same. Uh, I'm not sure they might be, but Moorhead State won the OVC. Okay. Yeah, um, may have to look at that, look at Belmont. Um, okay, but so... We're going to spend a couple of minutes here for each of the Power Five conferences because pretty much all of their tournaments are starting tonight. The ACC started yesterday. Everybody else is going to be starting tonight. So we'll start with the ACC. Four games tonight in the second round. Syracuse, NC State, Clemson, Miami, Louisville, Duke, and UNC, Notre Dame. They had a buzzer-beating win over Wake Forest in the first round last night to win the honor of a game against North Carolina. (laughs) And yeah, uh, yeah. Morehead State beat Belmont in the just kind of sorry tying that back in. Morehead State did beat Belmont in the OVC championship game. Well, then I wonder if Belmont gets in that large bid. They may not. Yeah, I don't know because most of those conferences only get the one conference tournament cha- tournament champion bid, and they don't consider anybody else. Well, Belmont, yeah, because Belmont that would make two losses for Belmont against Morehead State. Morehead State had a, including the OVC title game had now has a two one. And yeah, Belmont may not be playing in the big dance at all. And that, to me, that's that's kind of a that's a that's a bummer. Yeah, because they're twenty six and four, and I definitely think that they, as a thirteen or twelve seed, that they would be a yeah, an upset pick for yeah. sure, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Duke, of course, is the tenth seed right now. It's just kind of a fun little point. It's the lowest seed for Duke in tournament history. They play Duke tonight. Sorry, they play Louisville tonight. Uh, Louisville swept them this season. I swear, if that's on ACC Network. It probably is. <laughs> I'm going to murder somebody. Yep, it's on the ACC Network. I'm... Rage! I'm just disappointed by that. Yeah, that's that's upsetting. Very disappointed by that. I guess the semifinals and finals and stuff are going to make their way to ESPN, but yeah. that's yeah, And, and that's how hope. you get people let's to subscribe for, for the ACC Network, right? I mean, like, it stinks, but that's how... You get a subscriber base for that mm-hmm. ACC network is kind of a new thing. 
new-ish. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, I'm not going to pay for it, but I would prefer on my wellness day, my day off from school, air quotes, that basketball, but specifically ACC, was yeah, on ESPN. Yeah, actually be available to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not as Yeah, with our cable package, right? Exactly. Yes. So, yeah. Um, anyway, North Carolina has kind of been heating up lately. I want to talk about them for a second, just... Because they've had a they had a really good stretch to close out the season, but are they a tournament team? You think, or do they have to have a good showing here in the conference tournament? Because I believe they're sixteen and nine. Yeah, I feel like they're going to have to have a good showing in the tournament just for the sake of there are probably other teams. Yeah, I think they got a win tonight, which they get Notre Dame, who is not a premier team in the conference, and I wonder if they need to win Thursday as well to lock in the tournament. Bid. I I think they'll be on the bubble. I think they're a low, lower seed though, maybe like a ten seed. Yeah, North Carolina's I think is projected as a ten right now, which I personally would not. I don't want to see them in the tournament. Yeah, well they're not. I think they're a first round out. Well, if Notre Dame beats them, then I think they're definitely out. Yeah, but nit baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, who is your champion pick for the conference for the ACC tournament? Ooh. It's a tough one, right? Yeah, because I'm really drawing a blank on who is actually... Oh, okay, Florida... Hang on, I'm thinking about it now. Florida State's good. They're the second seed. Virginia's the first seed. Virginia's Virginia the... Tech is a three seed. Okay. Georgia Tech is a four seed. Ooh, Georgia Tech. I'm going to pick Georgia Tech as my dark horse sleeper. Yeah. And But I think that rightfully so, Florida State should win the ACC tournament. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go... Virginia is my champion pick. Just they're the number one seed, and they got whacked by Florida State when they played a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's that's. But why. I think they're, that's they're an outlier. Offense. See, I don't, I don't think that's an outlier. All you have to do against Virginia is score the basket, you know, score the ball. Yeah, but they keep you from doing that usually. Yeah, usually, not really. And then you need to make Kehi Clark their five foot nine point guard. I don't know how tall he actually is, but he's very small compared to everybody else out on the court. Yeah. You need to make him be the one to beat you. you make him shoot the ball, make him dribble inside. And I think that Florida State has the size and the interior presence to shut out Sam Hauser and uh, what's the other tall white dude? Not Sam. It's not his name. It's not Sam Hauser. Hauser's one of them, but I don't think Sam is his Virginia first name. Guy, I'm then, not exactly sure. And then Huff, maybe? Is yeah. It, yeah, Josh Huff? Huff, I think. Yeah. John Huff. Josh Huff, I think. Josh? Yeah. yeah, I think it's Josh Huff. I think it's John. We'll just say Huff. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and then my dark horse pick, I'm going to join you on that. I'm going to go with Georgia Tech. They've got ACC's Player of the Year. Yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere. The zero-star recruit out of high school. Yeah, good for him, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Georgia Tech for sure. All right, and then so now we'll go to the Big 12 tournament. Two games tonight. they got Kansas State, TCU, and then I was surprised by this. Iowa State and Oklahoma. Oklahoma has fallen all the way to the seventh seed in the Big 12 tournament after losing their last four games and finishing nine and eight in conference. And... I'm sure you remember I'm on the record saying that Oklahoma is my sleeper pick for the Final Four. I'm not sure how I feel about that anymore. I mean, they could, of course, turn it around with a good showing in the conference tournament, and they get in their first-round game the easiest matchup. They have a 2-21 and overall Iowa State team, 0-18 in the conference. I think Iowa State wins the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, after winning zero, after winning zero, zero conference games, games they win... Uh, they get probably in, four wins they in four in, days. They get into the tournament at six and twenty-one, <laughs> and four and eighteen in conference play or whatever it is. I actually wouldn't mind that. I'd just be impressed. Just 
you just give them a round of applause Jeff, for Jeff that. Jeff Prom keeps his job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. All yeah. Right. Big Twelve champion. I don't know, man. I I really bounce back and forth between Kansas and Baylor. Kansas is without their two best. I think McCormick is the yeah, best Davis player. Yeah, David McCormick and uh, Tristan Inaruna. Yeah, so McCormick, I don't know who Inaruna is, and I don't seem to really think that he plays much, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but don't know. McCormick for sure is a big loss, and he's out for the entire tournament. Right, yeah. So, I think they both are. It's so I would COVID have to protocols. think Baylor wins it just because – just because. Yeah, I think I, – I still think that until some, you know, until someone – who's not Kansas at in Allen Fieldhouse beats them, that Baylor is one of the best teams in the nation. I don't see why they shouldn't win. Yeah. But at the same time, let's see who else. West Virginia's in the Big 12. Texas, Oklahoma State, Texas, Texas yeah, they're Tech. Not, they're not going to do it. Neither of those teams are going to do it. I think West Virginia is a sleeper. Is my dark yeah, horse. Yeah, your dark horse? Yeah. Because they have the potential. The defense is good, but they have, they just don't know how to close out Yeah, they really games. don't know how to close out games for sure. Um, yeah, my champion pick is also Baylor. Uh, Kansas – Manhandled them at Allen Fieldhouse, but my takeaway from that was that Baylor just played their worst possible game that they could have played. I think that would, that that was an outlier for how they played. They shot like under thirty five percent. Yeah, for a, in for all a areas, very subpar Kansas team this year. They're still what eleven and one, twelve and one in Allen Fieldhouse. Yeah, Kansas has been fairly good. They had a rough start. I wouldn't say uh, maybe not they're fine subpar. Yeah, they're. They're fine. But yeah. without the, without McCormick, I mean, who's... Yeah, who I'm not going to take them in the Big 12 tournament, but they definitely are making the NCAA tournament. They did well enough in the uh, over the rest of the season to mm-hmm. earn that, sure. regardless of what happens in this one. But, yeah, I, I do think without those guys for the Big 12 tournament, they won't be able to get that automatic bid. Mm-hmm. And then my dark horse is going to be Oklahoma State. I really like what I've seen out of them. Cade Cunningham is kind of on the injury report right now. That's why I have them as a dark horse I think it's, it's going to depend on how he's doing mm-hmm. if he's able to play at all they did have a guy come up and really show up in his absence to beat West Virginia so they have talent outside of him but they do need Cade Cunningham to make a deep run yeah I think I think they do need Cade Cunningham to at least at least get to the title game yeah yeah I agree all right so now the Big Ten tournament got also two games tonight Northwestern Minnesota who Minnesota fell off surprisingly. I remember they were kind of just like okay. <laughs> they were undefeated at one point. They were undefeated at home and mm-hmm. winless on the road. Yeah, and, and then I think they're now they're not doing. I think they're a below five hundred overall team, not just in conference below five hundred overall. They lost yeah. a bunch at the end. All right, so then that one and Penn State and Nebraska is the other one tonight. Nebraska, I think, finally got their first win in conference not too long ago. <laughs> they they were one of those on the imperialism map that was still winless. In conference, I think Iowa State is still the only one left. Maybe, maybe uh, Portland is the Ouch. last one. Maybe. Ouch. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> All so. right, and then so I got w- one quick talking point here. I want a lengthy opinion from you here, Ethan. Is Michigan State an NCAA tournament team? No. 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 Not that's, even. That's with... that's my length. That's my lengthy no? opinion. No. 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 Not even with three top five wins no. in the last last week. Nope. No. No. Okay. Well, their first their first game is going to be against Maryland, who I think is the other team in the Big Ten. It, let me just put it like this: Michigan State has to win the Big Ten tournament to get in. You think they even if they yes. like make the semifinals? No, no, they can't. You think no. they got to win the whole thing? Yes, they have to win the whole thing. They have to show that these three top five wins that they have were not flukes, and that their team is actually good. And it's that, hard to have a fluke three times. I mean, so well, one of them was on senior night against your biggest rival. 
Yeah. So, rivalry games are weird, man. Yeah, but Izzo's an amazing coach. He's one of the best in the game. Okay, so is Roy Williams. So, I don't think North Carolina yeah. should be in the tournament either. Yeah, it's fair. We'll see. So, we'll just, no, we'll I think, see I how think they that they need to win and beat everyone. And if they lose, obviously they're done. And I don't think they're getting in. Right. they they got to beat Maryland. I would put Belmont in over Michigan State. Really? Ooh, that's, that's a hot take, I think. Put Moorhead State in over... I mean, they're kind of going You have place. to. <laughs> That's have not to, a but, choice. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you see where I'm coming from. I think Michigan State has to get to Saturday in this thing. And if they can do that, I think they're I think they're in the discussion for so last four. That's your sleeper dark horse? Did you no, say that? No. 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 Um, who, no but, uh, who's your champion pick? My champion pick? I like the way I like the way Illinois is playing. So do I. I like the way Illinois is playing. I, I think an argument can be made for Michigan. I don't think that I think that they might have had maybe a slip up or two here and there, but you know, kind of down the road, probably preparing for the tournament and just kind of drop a game to your biggest rival on their senior night on their court. Yeah. So I think that either of those teams would, would probably be pretty good. And I want to say my sleeper. I'm just drawing a blank on all the teams in every conference. Let's see who's actually kind of decent in the Big Ten. We got Michigan. We got Purdue. We've got Ohio State. Got. Um, we got Michigan State, and we have Maryland, and we have who else? I'm totally drawing a blank too now. Indiana, Rutgers. Rutgers. Indiana ain't gonna do crap. Yeah. My dark horse is Purdue. Yeah, I like that one just because they're. I don't know. I don't sleeper. I'm gonna say sleepers Ohio State. All right. They have they have the potential to be really really good if they want to. They're very experienced, and they're in the top ten for a reason. Right. Just yeah, that they've kind of lost some here and there, but yeah, they've dropped a couple of games in a row. And, I hate, and, I, and I hate to do that, be, just for the sake of they're already a top ten team. So are they really a sleeper? But yeah. I just think that Illinois and Michigan are head and shoulders better than them. So that's the only reason why I'm doing that. Yeah, no, I got it. All right, Pac-12 tournament, uh, three games tonight: yeah. Washington State, Arizona State, irrelevant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Utah, Washington, irrelevant. Stanford, Cal. Irrelevant. Yeah. Do, do you think the Pac-12 is irrelevant? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I it do go, too. It goes too full too. for basketball as it does for football. Yeah. So, Oregon, surprisingly, as the number one seed in the Pac-12 tournament, they won 10 of their last 11 games. Wow, they had really a bumpy start, too. Yeah. They dropped, I think they they got season swept by Oregon State. Yeah. yeah they did. So, I don't know. That's interesting. I think they, if they stay hot, they could, be a, they could be a real threat in the tournament. I believe they made it to the Sweet 16. In the last tournament that we played, that was two years ago now. So I think is that's that, your sleeper. No, no, I haven't. So I, uh, my sleeper is going to be USC. Yeah, and I like that one. My champion pick is going to be Colorado. Champion pick, okay. No real basis for that. Just you know, I there. I think they're still first in the Pac-12. I think my, but I think that they're very under the radar. I think my sleeper is UCLA. All right. And my champion is USC. All right. Wow, champions USC, huh? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Going with the L.A. schools. All right. Colorado's good, but I don't know. Colorado does have a win over USC. Yeah, they're playing good basketball right now. But I still think that Colorado has to win it all to make it into the tournament. And I think that both... Really, I don't. Yes, and I think that both UC, USC and team. and UCLA have done enough. To get Colorado is ranked. I, they don't matter. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I think they're probably a 6 or 7 seed, but whatever. Nah, 13, 14 at best. Okay. Uh, and the last one, of course, SEC tournament, the one that everybody cares about. One game tonight. Did they though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every- this is a very bad year for the SEC. I mean, we have Alabama as the number one overall seed. Yeah, that's kind of a bad ugly. year. 
Yeah. Oh, and the, yeah, the SEC not just is for the sake of Alabama bottom. being number one, but for the sake of everybody else seems to be playing very, very poor basketball. Yeah, the SEC is not great this year. We're the homeless man on the side of the street, <laughs> leaning up against the wall, asking for handouts to the tournament. Like, please, sir, can yeah. I have a handout? <laughs> SEC. Oh yeah. One game tonight. The worst that the conference has to offer: Vanderbilt and Texas A&M. I'm gonna go with Vandy on that one. I know. Yeah. We're not, I know we're not picking games. But I, I think the Texas A&M has barely played. I think mean, they only played 16 games this year. Yeah, they had surprisingly a lot of games canceled, shut down, whatever. It's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, I'm going to go with Vandy. Scotty Pippen Jr. was, I think, a first-team uh, SEC. Yeah, and yet they still don't win any games. Yeah, Jerry Stackhouse <laughs> sucks. Yeah. All right, and so just kind of here, somebody in the conference that's on the bubble right now, Ole Miss, they need a really strong showing to make they the need tournament, to win. I think. They need to win the tournament. I think they got to get to Saturday. No, nah, they need to win. They're they're on the they're on that like whatever is the least was it first four out last yeah. four in or whatever it is first four out definitely. first four out is the is the last one. No, that's the first four teams that missed the cut. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yes, they are they are not in until they win the SEC. Hmm. Okay, I think I think if they make the semifinals, they can get because they're 15 and 10, 10 and 8 in conference. But whatever, we'll see. Uh, as far as the number one seed in the SEC tournament, Alabama, I want to talk about them for a moment here. I don't really believe in their play right now, actually. No, I think not at all. They've peaked early, to be honest. I mean, I think they're still a very good team, and when they want to, they can heat up. I mean, I mean you saw how they did is, against Georgia. They beat, they, beat, they beat Mississippi State twice by less than, I think, seven points both times, and we're losing to Mississippi State in that second game in Coleman, if I'm not mistaken. They beat Vandy by four. Five, only beat Georgia on the road by 10 after beating them by 30 at home. And I don't think they've played Kentucky very well both times. I can't remember. And then they lost by 15 to Arkansas on the road. So a bit, bit, bit of a rocky uh, showing here for them. I don't think they lose in their first game to the winner of Kentucky and Mississippi State. It's the 8-9 seed. I think they're going to be able to beat them. Ooh. But Ooh, I mean, I they could lose. I don't know, man. It's happened I, I before. I think Kentucky is Kentucky's my sleeper. Yeah, to win it. I think so? Yes. Yeah. Because they I are, can actually they are, totally see it happening. They are far and away not getting in at all. Right, unless they unless win. Unless they right, win. Yeah. And I, 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 I could totally see it. Yeah, I, I will totally agree with you there that the only way they could possibly get into the NCAA tournament was if they win. Like, I've kind of disagreed with you there on a couple others, but yeah. Kentucky is... And a, it, would be, it would be the most Kentucky thing to happen. I mean, Kentucky under Cal is historically a second half of the season team. Yeah, and they and, win and, SEC tournaments under and, him. They and, always yes, win, and, usually. And this year, it just so happens that they did not have a, a stellar first half. Like, normally normally they might have a couple of non-con wins, you know, that where they just kind of, eh, here and there, might have two or three losses coming into the yeah the, the SEC play. But, no, they were 1-6. Or right, one they, had, they had a really bad start, yeah, and then really weren't even... And then they were, and then and then you and I thought, okay, when they started three and zero in conference, they were going to turn it around, and then I think they lost like their next seven games. Yeah, they've had a, they definitely had a rough go for most of the season. I mean, but I I could totally see them winning. I actually, couple. like like we joke on the radio show is like it's like Duke's going to win the ACC tournament, Kansas is going to win the Big Twelve tournament, and all, all the blue bloods are going to go deep in the tournament after having a terrible regular season. UCLA, if you want yeah, to keep them yeah, in UCLA, there. Yeah, UCLA, yeah, and just like. And Kentucky is the one that I can actually truly see that happening for because it's just like, of course, they're yeah. nine and fifteen, and then they go and win, and they go on a deep postseason run because they win the SEC tournament. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll find out Friday. 
Yeah, they, they get they have to beat Mississippi State first. Kentucky's gonna have to win on Thursday. I think they I think they do that. Yeah. Personally, yeah. I think they, if they don't beat Mississippi State, then I think Mississippi State gives a close one to Alabama, but ends up losing and goes zero and three against them this year. Yeah. But, but then again, then again, it's very hard to beat the same team three times it when is. they've almost beaten you twice. Yeah, it's very hard. And it's very hard. And on a neutral court? Yes. Yeah, yes. going to be even more difficult. But I think I think Alabama, I just don't like them as winning. Not because I don't like Alabama overall. I just don't think that they are I just playing. Don't, I don't believe it. If, if this was middle of the season SEC Bama when they were beating Tennessee by 30 and Georgia by 30 and LSU by 30, I'd have been like, yeah, they're probably going to be – Unstoppable. Yeah, but make a deep run. I think. To be honest, from what I've seen, they've just declined. Yeah, I think they peaked early. They haven't shown me anything. You know, the, the, everybody wants to compare them to the Auburn team that went to the Final Four. Not the final. Yeah, to the Final Four because the numbers are statistically great. That Auburn team sucked in conference. Yeah, they were. They were eleven awful. and seven in conference. They didn't awful. suck. Yeah, they were they the five sucked. seed in the no, SEC they tournament. Sucked. Well, they, because they they were the five seed in the SEC tournament. They didn't suck, Ethan. They weren't. Great, like the year before, but they did. They but had their the issues. Fact of the they matter had their remains the is, is that they learned from how bad they were in the middle of the season, and they began to peak and get hot. Yeah, and that's what it takes to make a deep run in the postseason: yes. is getting hot in March and being able to Sustain carry it. through the end of the regular season through your conference tournament and end up going through the NCAA tournament the same way. And that's just what Auburn did. And I don't believe that Alabama don't, has, don't is doing that. that. I believe they're doing the opposite. They've declined towards the they end of the season. They might have the same numbers, but they're not making the same run of things. Right. That, that, they that declined Auburn at the end of the season, yes. whereas Auburn went up at the mm-hmm. end of the season. They won like their last that's four games. That's why Kentucky always, always great towards the tournament because they are going up. Yeah. Tennessee, not so much. Right. I agree completely. All right, and then the last team I want to talk about in the SEC before we do a champion dark horse pick for the SEC is Missouri. They have dropped like an absolute rock in the last couple of weeks. I know we talked a few weeks ago yeah, after like the a, top like 16 reveal. Stone in the ocean. Yeah, they were in the top 16 a couple of weeks ago when the NCAA uh-huh. committee did that whole little thing of the top four seeds in each region. I believe they were a four seed somewhere, and we were both like, that's not accurate. Missouri is not nearly good enough to be a four seed. I don't and, think they're good enough to be a ten seed at this time. And, I, I still think that they that there are too many teams that need to win the SEC, and someone obviously is going to win it. Yeah, Missouri's going to make the tournament, but in Lunardi's latest bracket, they were an eight seed, so they have dropped. So like I, I mean, I still think that's too they high. have gone down. It might be, but, but that's just me. That's yeah, just I don't me. remember exactly what their record in conference is, but definitely far and away out of the top sixteen now, which I think is is fair. But they can improve that with a good showing in the tournament for sure. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Champion pick. Champion pick. Uh, who are the top four seeds? Bama, LSU, Tennessee, and Florida. Arkansas. Arkansas. Arkansas is my champion. Yeah. And my sleeper is between Florida and Kentucky. All right. I also have Arkansas winning the conference tournament. I think they're playing the best basketball in the SEC right now. They are doing what Auburn did. Yeah. They're going they up. are going up. Mm-hmm. Yes. If anybody should be comparing Auburn to anybody, it's Arkansas. Arkansas, yeah. Uh, on the uptick at the that end might, of the season, That might get sure. shot down very quickly, though. Yeah, they, they could definitely stub their toe. I don't want to hype them up too much. But I do think right now they're playing the best basketball in the SEC and have the best chance to win. My dark they horse... Texas A&M. Shoot. I, I, I put Ole Miss as my dark horse. Yeah, I see... 
I want to I want to mention them. They're just very inconsistent. The for thing me. they just do is they control the tempo of their games. Yeah, because that's why I like them. They're so slow and their defense is so strong. And that's I think that's just their style of play. I think they're absolutely talented enough to win more than they do. Honestly, Devontae Schuler, if their team was any better, probably should have been an SEC Player of the Year candidate. Yeah, Devontae Schuler should have been, not Herb Jones. Yeah, that yeah. went that went Moses Moody, if anybody. Yeah. I mean, golly. Yeah. So I mean, I just think if enough things go right for them, they could eat. I, they, they they could go deep in the tournament. And I mean, again, it it's kind of like they either put the clamps on you early and hold you in there, or mm-hmm. you kind of outpace them from the beginning and yeah. never really get tripped up by them. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're my dark horse, and that's. All we have, really. I mean, normally we do picks at this point in the episode. It's very hard but to do that with a conference tournament. It's kind of hard to do that, yeah, because every game every game is, has to be depends on who wins the one before it. Yeah. So, not exactly something we can project very easily. So we're not going to do that this time. I think maybe by the next episode that we have, the tournament field will be set, so we can start doing actual some actual picks then. Maybe for the first round or the first and second round, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's going to be four teams for sure, but. Yeah, all right. What we, what we might what we might do is is maybe take an episode and talk about our uh, when the actual NCAA tournament is about to start. Right. Pick our pick our regional winners. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we can definitely do that. It'll be really fun. I have to remember to fill up my bracket too. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy that we're gonna get to actually do that again. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's been so long. We didn't even get to do a conference it's tournament. Been Eighty-four last year. years. <laughs> yeah, they canceled everything in the middle of conference tournaments, right? Yeah. So, yeah, Auburn didn't even get to play, and that Auburn was the second seed in the SEC tournament that year and didn't Who get in that. behind? Kentucky? Yeah, Kentucky was the only one they were behind, yeah. Uh, yeah, Auburn was playing really well, too, there at the end. Because the last game they played that season was a blowout win on the road over Tennessee. So I thought they were kind of on the uptick there. I would have really enjoyed getting to see that team play in the postseason, but alas... All right, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. This has been Rookie Mistake, our Michael Jordan episode. Yeah. Thank you all for listening and keeping us going every week, getting us to this point. We really enjoy it. And, yeah, we will, we'll see you guys next week.